NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, WrestleMania weekend. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and this is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. With me tonight is Mr. Matt Morgan, the blueprint himself. Raj Geary is on the scene in New York. He can't join us tonight, but he'll be back Sunday for WrestleMania coverage. Matt, uh, what did you think tonight of uh, all championships on the line at TakeOver? That was a great pay-per-view. Wow, what an ending. Um, about two dudes. I I always say with Gargano, I don't care about his, his like his storylines generally, but he ends up making me care. I, yeah, I, I gotta give him credit for that because I would argue that's harder to do than those that are fans of him to get them sucked in. I would argue it's much more difficult to get someone like me who's not really a fan of his to become a fan every freaking match somehow and root for the dude. So, um, wow, what a finish! What an ending! I'm not a fan of not selling so many false finishes, but by the same token, I'm not going to lie and say it wasn't, I, I wasn't like, holy bleep, keep the damn camera on Adam Cole. He's selling these, <laughs> these kickouts amazingly well. I would argue, and the dude was in the audience, edge-like. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, so good. It, so there's something about Johnny Gargano. He has that underdog quality where he's scrappy. He looks like the type of guy that Adam Cole could just, uh, just mercilessly Get have his way it. with. Yeah. But he absolutely showed resilience and heart tonight. And that last moment, right before we got on the air here, uh, I admit, a bit misty-eyed when Tommaso Ciampa coming out to the ring, along with Johnny's wife, Candice LeRae, the three of them embracing uh, Ciampa after this neck surgery that caused him to vacate the title. What a moment to end this takeover on. Amazing. Amazing. Um, WrestleMania could... I always try to compare it to Mania, which isn't fair to do to NXT, yeah. by the way, you would think. But yeah, NXT always seems to outperform Mania, in my opinion, um, in, in many, many years, past, uh, these past few years. But with a woman being on top and they have a champ and they have a chance to maybe give us that type of, I have a feeling we're going to be crying at the end of Mania tomorrow, uh, Sunday. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, so I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, they set the bar high, but this was a really, really solid takeover. We talked in the past, I believe at the last takeover, that it's almost too much of a good thing at this point. They do these, they put on these barn burner shows that always over deliver and it's hard to stand out. I thought bell to bell, this was a very solid start to finish card to uh, match to match on the card. Very, very solid takeover. Uh, No fluff, no filler. And it's funny that uh, this started off with Ricochet and Aleister Black against the War Raiders um maybe this felt like the filler match given that ricochet and alistair this was their nxt swan song their send-off um what did you think of this with the war raiders tonight retaining the nxt tag titles and the match they put on tonight it, it makes them even that much more credible right doesn't it yeah yeah no? i think so it really does and i think that i know it sounds crazy but i thought they really do a good job of protecting the nxt brand though don't they mm-hmm. when you really really break it down they really do they can't do anything about it when the guys get called up to TV. Then that's on Vince and the rest of the company. But as far as NXT goes, and under the NXT roof, they do a great job of protecting that brand. And I thought this was the wise move. Overall, it might seem crazy. Like, how the hell do War Raiders beat these two guys? And these two guys are going to win the championships at WrestleMania. We're about to witness how, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought they did a good job tonight of making them look dominant. That combo they did with the Black Math into the 630 um, and the way that they uh, had his partner save that um, with Hanson pulling Roe out of the ring. Or no, that was the second time, pardon me. The first time when they saved that, I thought that was really, really impressive. thought the way they got the pin at the end of this with um, the champions covering 
him both covering him for the pin to win was good it made the war raiders look really strong black and ricochet i think did not lose a tick in their momentum going into mania where i mean man they're gonna be facing the usos for the smackdown tag titles the usos the bar um and rusev and nakamura and i think this is this is their time right talk about grabbing the brass ring title match of mania winning i think for black and ricochet are they gelling as a team for you now do you buy it more especially tonight with them both doing uh the sit down in the ring at the, the entrance and they're so vastly different right they're, they're character like homeboy is like the undead mm-hmm. and then you got ricochet who's quicker than light quicker than a hiccup as jr would say it's super athletic and super sleek and super movie star good looks and then again, you got the dead man or half dead man, whatever the hell you want to call him, you know, the headbanger music guy. You know what I mean? So it, there's, they couldn't be any further apart from one another as far as their personas go. So uh, it, again, it's like I think I've made this comparison before. It's like Undertaker tagging with, we've said Coco Beware, we've said some, some crazy entertaining, like imagine the most flamboyant uh, Shawn Michaels and Undertaker tagging together before they both have actually officially got over. Now, imagine if they both debuted together as a tag team. How would you guys think about that, right? You'd be like, what yeah. the freak? Why is a boy toy dude who thinks he's a male stripper tagging with an Undertaker? This makes no sense. That's what this feels like. Yeah, but I they're think it works. They're just super good. They're, they're just well, really talented, Glenn. So I think a lot of that you're able to look past it. No, I agree. And I think from NXT, if you know their characters, it kind of works. I mean, if this were if they were this were a buddy cop movie, it's like Will Smith with Vigo Mortison. Right. You know, you've got sort of the weird Satanist guy and then yeah. the flashy guy with the great smile and a lot of charisma. Um, I think it is working despite itself, because you're right. This shouldn't work. This is a weird, odd couple pairing. They don't have a lot of chemistry. But strangely, tonight we get those little moments where it's like, OK, they, even they get that it's weird, but they're just kind of going with it. Yes. Yes, and they're making the both they're making the most of it because I try to ignore it because I'm the fans of both. I'm immense fans of both guys. Both of those two guys are probably in my top ten. Yeah, they're both great in the ring, and I think that's the other reason why it works. I mean, this wouldn't work if one of them was the dead weight. If one of them was the Genetti in the equation, <laughs> that's true. There's no Genetti here. Yeah, they're both superstars, and I think they're both going to be great uh, talents yeah. and just uh, you know top of the card as singles. But for now, hey, this is working out for them. It's uh, they're making a go of it. So, man, I'm just looking at these matches. Every single match, man, going down this card, I was like, okay, so that was a really good opening. A plus. Every match was an yeah. A plus. Yeah, and War Raiders, you know, I got a little shit the other night. What did I call them? I said they're heavy machinery without the worm. Um, hey, no offense, Glenn. Yeah, the, the guy I said I've read a few of those comments, and I never do that. But I wanted to hear how the microphone sounded. Those eat my lifesavers gummies. I want to hear if you guys could hear it. I was like, oh crap, you could. I apologize to the fans. <laughs> okay. I didn't think you guys could hear that. No, um, I, I think we actually take our fans seriously. We right. include I want to make them sure in the conversation. The best. I want to make sure I give them the best show possible. And you hear freaking fat ass Morgan showing out of lifesavers gummies to have the show. So I apologize. Um, this microphone is strong as hell. This damn thing. Yeah. It up. What I was going to say though was, but with your comment, it is. I agree with it actually because it's not about where they are now, you guys. When when he's talking about that, Glenn's talking about when they get called up to the main roster. What will be the main difference, and how Vince sees them, and how will he book them any differently? Will he book them like? Any, will you see on NXT? I got a newsflash. Hell no. I yeah. will bet you guys my home. How about that, fans? My home. Oh. I will bet you that they will not be booked. Like what you're watching on NXT. They might start that way, but I promise you within three months, it will not last. 
Yeah. It's not their fault for the record. It's not their fault. I mean, look at Sanity. I mean, the difference between Killian Dane and... Um, yeah, it was much bigger. Much bigger. Yeah. And Otis, I mean, honestly, look back. Did you see that promo making the rounds? I think it was from NXT Breaking Ground where Otis Dozovic, uh was cutting his first promo. And then someone said, could you dance? And he did the worm. And everyone was like, oh, my God, this is great. William Regal's cracking a smile. It's like the worm and the funny voice is what is saving Otis at this point. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what Vince sees is like sort of the stammering Sadly. Chris Farley type. Sadly, yeah. Yeah, but with Killian Dane, nothing. Sanity's got nothing. In any other era, he would be a sub-main event. I don't care what anybody says because of his size and his athleticism, and he looks at the part of the end zone. And so I think given – okay, let, let me ask you this. Given all of the disastrous call-ups and the misused talent that's made it on the main roster. Fall, but yeah. No, not at all. But given the way that – I mean, just Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Roode, um, you know, na name it with the NXT mm. call-ups. Chances are it's gone poorly, uh, yeah. with the majority of them. Given yeah. that, now do you watch TakeOver? And ask us of our audience as well. Does it almost take you out of it a bit watching TakeOver? Because as you see these you superstar talent at the top of their game, you think in the back of your head, oh, my God, what's going to happen when they get called up? What's yeah, going to happen to them I in the main roster? All, I bet you the majority of the fans in the chat room will say yes to that. Um, it doesn't ruin our NXT matches. I don't think it takes us out of it for that. But it takes us out of their potential. Because at first it was like, holy crap, can you imagine what's going to happen when Nakamura gets called up to the main roster? Oh, my God, they have a WrestleMania main event already right now. This is going to be amazing. And then they do this with him. Yeah, yeah. I th I think uh, the last one, when Finn Balor had his last match, that was the last one where uh, it was, you know, I remember we were mm -hmm. watching it, misty-eyed, thinking, God, mm -hmm. this is the end of his era. Now he's going on to the next chapter. And he's the last one where really you were happy for him because of the yeah. way that they jet-packed him. From the very beginning, right into the main event title picture for that universal title. We couldn't wait to yeah. watch him on the main show. But after Nakamura, now it's it's like I feel like you know we're just waiting for for who gets called up uh, for the for execution practically. Uh, yeah. it's, and it's I'm terrified. Really I guarantee you, the majority of the chat room will agree with me. We're all most scared of what the freak are they going to do? With what's his name? Um, come on, Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream. Which is why tonight, so that second match, I was absolutely relieved velveteen dream versus matt riddle that velveteen dream retained the north american title i was so I worried that he was going to drop that and head to yeah. the main roster and i agree with you until they stop this nonsense with screwing up their call-ups yeah uh so what did you think of this match riddle dominated this i actually thought they made a less convincing argument for velveteen i know he got the surprise roll up there to yeah. win this but um, I thought Riddle was so dominant in this. It yeah. did seem a little unbelievable that Dream did pull out this win, which is why I was so worried. It was good, though, because it got Riddle over. Riddle needs yeah. to be very careful. He can turn himself heel like that. He's not a babyface. Right now he's a babyface because he's new and he's an MMA, MMA star. So everyone's like, oh, he's a shoe fighter. He's, he's, he's tough and whatever the hell. They like his gimmick. Whatever the hell it is, they like him. But then he turns himself in the middle of these matches because he's he's got a he's he's still learning he's still learning on how to get people to emotionally invest, and to do that, you can't always be the biggest badass in the room and make the tough guy face and all that other you know puff you know puffing your chest out every single move you make. The fans would if you, if you go back and you watch that again, I would argue you could hear some of the fans turning on him. 
Yeah. And it's weird, too, because the bro thing... Now, Matt, I don't know where, uh, you know how it is where you it. are in Florida. Bro is not seen as a good thing in the San Francisco no. Bay Area. We no, uh, think of it as... played out. I can't stand... If I say it, I get so angry at myself later on because it is so played out. I always vowed I never talked like that. And then the wrestling business pulled it out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and Meathead Matt was born. No, but um, it, 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 um, it's terrible. I hate that word. Oh, my God. But I'm the worst with it. I got to be honest. So... Um, it is. It's not a good thing. It's a bad thing. You're right. Yeah. And when you call someone a bro or a bro type, not a compliment. No, well, it shouldn't be taken as one, though. Yeah. Uh, so I think that it's, it is sort of heelish, and this this works in that context. So I think Riddle, he came across looking really, really good in this match. Yeah, um, I like his offense. His offense is very, very fresh and very new. I like it. And I think uh, Velveteen Dream, his entrance was over the top. It was flamboyant, but not... <laughs> Like before, I mean, he didn't have the Hogan homage, none of the call me up Vince on his side. He had a foam Statue of Liberty gimmick on his head. Foam, come on. And he, he, and he, he made it work. You couldn't spring a few more bucks for something cooler than that. A foam crown. We're going to keep talking about NXT TakeOver New York, but first want to take a moment to thank the sponsor of this episode, which is Blue Chew, bluechew.com. Guys, remember back in the day when your bedroom anthem was to become one? But now let's face it, when it comes to getting down, you're a bit more of a wannabe. You're older now. The good news is with Blue Chew, now when an opportunity arises, you could say you'll be there and spice up your life, spice up your game in the bedroom with Blue Chew. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know that they work. None of this, oh, herbal, oh, hey, it's like Viagra and Cialis. No, this is science, engineered to help your schwanz when it counts, where it counts. And you can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since Blue Chew is chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever that opportunity arises rises you've heard us talk about it on the podcast before you've heard matt morgan go into detail he said it's like superman's wearing two capes actually i think that quote is direct from his wife you've heard raj giri talk about it he was awkward it was weird we all were a little just embarrassed and cringing but he admitted it worked it made him a superman in the bedroom as well and when i tried blue chew you've heard me talk about how we all noticed something extra that night now the great thing about blue chew it is not just for guys who can't perform Blue Chew is for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. For instance, most guys talk a good game, but if you're one and done, Blue Chew can even help you follow through for round two, round three, round four. This is a two out of three falls match. This is an Iron Man match. We're going all night. When's the last time you said those words, guys? Blue Chew is prescribed online. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person's doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. Blue Chew is made in the USA, and since they prepare and ship direct, they are cheaper than a pharmacy. And right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com. Get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code WINC. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com promo code winc to try it free find out what all the fuss and all the hype is about bluechew.com promo code winc to try it free and we thank them for sponsoring the wrestling inc podcast now back to takeover welcome to part two of our nxt takeover new york coverage on wrestlemania weekend i'm glenn rubenstein and this is matt morgan joining me raj giri is in new york at takeover he cannot join us tonight but he'll be back sunday for mania so in part one you heard us talk about the first match on the show the war raiders versus alistair black and ricochet the war raiders retaining the titles talked about the second match velveteen dream versus matt riddle with velveteen dream retaining the north american championship and now we're going to get into the third match which matt and i had a great conversation off the air to try and recap the highlights of for you here which was 
Walter versus Pete Dunne for the WWE UK Championship. And Pete Dunne dropping the title after all this time, a lengthy title reign to Walter, who, Matt, you've actually wrestled before. Yeah, I, I can't imagine him being older than 18 years old at the time. It was in Austria, and it was in between my WWE and TNA runs, which would be... I was still abusing drugs at the time, actually, a painkiller. So that had to have been 2006. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he's had uh, quite a career on the UK indie scene uh, and in Europe. And um, you were saying before, you've said you didn't really get what the hype was. Yes. For, for... Yeah, yeah, you're breaking up a little bit, dude. Um, Walter, tonight, do you see it a bit right. better um, after yeah, Smash tonight? Yeah, I didn't understand it. Uh, Sorry. I mean, I watched tonight, though, and I get it. He's uh, he's improved a lot. It's just, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say I'm a body guy because I'm not. I'm a fan of all the cruiserweights, right? Those are generally my favorite wrestlers as a fan. But I just, he wouldn't have a shot in hell back. And I'm not saying that as some pissed off, angry, bitter veteran or something stupid like that because I hated them when I wrestled, so I, I refused to be one. <laughs> but I just. I, I can't see myself as a six-year-old. Like, oh, Dad, I want to look like that when I grow up. You know what I mean? I just don't see that. And I just wish he got in better shape. That's all. Yeah. Although, don't you think it sort of fits his character? I mean, so he has a name like Walter. Uh, he's got that yes. look no, where yes. if I were... Yeah, I think it definitely works. I mean, you just look at him and you see sort of, uh, I think for American audiences, a bully. You see like the big bully, the scary kid that, uh, you know, the Buddy Ravel type, as it were, like in three o'clock high, like don't piss Walter off. He's, uh, he doesn't speak much, but he's got a, got quite a temper. Yeah, man, I'm not going to, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't want to keep hacking on the guy yeah, because he's young and he's starting off here in WWE. He's got his big break and I don't, you know, wanna, you know crap on him, you know? <clears throat> well, what did you think of this match tonight? So this very much was British strong style. I mean, they were doing like oh, the, my down to the what working an amazing match. This was a great match. This was up until now match of the night for me. Really? Uh, definitely. Uh, yeah. I think for for American audiences, UK wrestling is seen as kind of different. So I mean, that that's that's high praise. Um, I think especially uh, coming from you, and given you know you're sort of holding yeah. uh you're biting your tongue a little bit there Not so um, walter but I, I mean i am after the match they build him up as such a dominant force i had a good feeling he was winning tonight i mm -hmm. think that uh it was different styles between him and pete dunn i thought that was cool and um i think the ceiling is kind of low on this guy because i do think yeah. that outside of nxt in the uk but who knows maybe they could do sort of um if you were going to call him up to the main roster what mm -hmm. angle would you take? If this was 20 years ago, I would say he'd be oh, like Vinnie God. Jones from be, a lock stock and two smoking barrels. You know, he would be a great talent 20 years ago. Um, it's just a different day and age right now. And, <clears throat> um, I think we've seen what they've done with slightly overweight wrestlers, Sands, Samoa Joe and, and Kevin Owens. They're the ones who've been able to break through Kevin Owens with his charisma and personality, Samoa Joe with a fan following that, you couldn't ignore you just can't ignore it you know what i mean if war raiders or um dosevich or these other heavier set guys had that type of fan following that joe had where every arena he walks into everyone's chanting joe 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 with the look on his face that he's gonna rip somebody's face off you know that's very believable his work is very believable that's very rare yeah <clears throat> yeah i think it'll be curious to see if uh he does get called up <clears throat> 
to the main roster eventually. But I think for the UK, he absolutely could be a superstar there. And yes. I think for NXT tonight, I think um, the creatives will definitely be paying attention to how he's received. And we'll see how long his title reign is. But clearly they believe in him and they're going to give him somewhat of a push uh, in NXT. I mean, for Christ's sake, he, he defeated Pete Dunne. He broke Pete's streak. Um, and uh, Pete held that title for a very, very long time. So I think that this is uh, a new dawn for NXT UK. Have you been watching NXT UK on a regular no. basis or just TakeOver? No, just take over. Yeah, uh, that that's the one where I'm not as well versed in what's going on there. But at Takeover, when he made an appearance, people definitely, definitely paid attention. Yeah. So I think uh, he's a uh, talent to keep watching. Um, I feel like NXT. I know Raj is not a fan of ping ponging titles uh, back and forth, but NXT some of these reigns go, feel like they go on forever. And I don't know how you're feeling about this, but Shayna Baszler retaining tonight in the Fatal 4-Way for the NXT Women's title against Carrie Sane, Io Shirai, and Bianca Belair, with Bianca Belair tapping out. Mm. Um, what did you think tonight of that choice to have Shayna leave with that NXT I, Women's I don't, Championship? I, I, don't, I don't know, because I, I, don't, I don't buy her. I know she's a legit like MMA badass and stuff, but I just don't buy her. Um as how they book her as the top female. I just do not buy it. I'm not saying she's like the worst or in the middle of the pack. She is toward the top for sure. But but if I had my own wrestling company and I was making draft choices, she would not be my first draft choice. Yeah, I would put Bianca Belair in terms <clears throat> definitely. of marketable. I think definitely. Bianca Belair. And how did, do you agree with the booking <clears throat> with the choice of her being the one to tap out tonight after no. losing to Shayna at the last? No. no, it should have been this guy. What's her name? Sky. Uh, oh, Shirai. Io Shirai, sorry. Yeah, or Carrie Sane, who Shayna has beat before. Which is why I wouldn't like to see her get beat again, because I think she yeah. is a great underdog babyface. She's awesome. I love Carrie Sane. Yeah, I I worry after tonight that they're wasting Bianca Belair. I feel like this is a star. Shayna is not she, long for NXT. She is, but she's still a little green. There's still a little bit more she needs to get to. Just a little bit. She's a little bit like. Did you notice in the? I'll give you an example off the top of my head. The pin attempt. One, two, and she on her own accord got up in a push-up position to take the kick from homegirl who broke up her pin attempt after hitting the double stack um, yeah. reversed uh, DVD. Um, she um, went for the cover, one, two, and on her own accord came up off her opponent's chest in the pin attempt slightly just so she can arch her chest up to take the kick. You got Those are those in-between things that you've got to really get tightened down before – you go on the main roster. I would argue the main roster has a lot of talents that do the same thing. So maybe by that stretch, she's just as ready as some of those green, uh, uh, greener talents are. But they shouldn't be on TV doing those types of things just yet, you know? Yeah, and I was thinking when she did her uh, double fireman's carry, mm -hmm. I, I don't know if you were thinking this, but I was like, Carrie saying, get your damn elbow. Stop blocking her face. This uh, is her moment for her highlight reel. Yeah. And all we're going to see is Carrie's elbow right in Bianca's face. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that actually. Yeah, I mean, because I'm yeah. like, that's super impressive. You're doing. Yeah. To your point, whatever she needs, I feel like they need to invest in her because when I look in the NXT women's division right now, she Cheers. is a future champ. She could be mm -hmm. an absolute star. Um, she's got qualities unlike any woman uh, who's ever held that title before, and I want them to build her. So I was disappointed she tapped out tonight. Um, I did like, though, 
her even doing the when Shayna had her in the the submission hold when um she was choking her out. I like that she was reaching for her eyes. I like that she was fighting it in a way that we don't normally see yep. people fight that. Yep, that was good attention to detail. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was very good. I think Bianca still came out looking like a Stark step for tapping out. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Shayna, and now with the horsewomen, with the Jessamine, Duke, and uh, Rona Shafir, they're they're sticking with that, man. I know you and mm-hmm. Raj have rolled your eyes at that for the whole time I've been saying it, but they're building it. And I think they're going to probably do something. They're probably going to wait to do something with Ronda before those women graduate out of NXT. Maybe, yeah. They should. I mean, they're paying them you know, something, get, they might as well squeeze orange juice out of that orange, right, and finally get get their payoff out of it. But those girls are as plain Jane as plain Jane get, in my opinion. I could never, I would not be able to pick those girls out of the fans in the audience. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate because I think their pedigree is good coming from the world of their MMA. pedigree definitely is, but they, they weren't humongous stars, and no offense, they don't look like them either. Yeah, but that's but that's their look, right? I mean, compared to Ronda, who goes out with the black swan makeup now in every WWE pay-per-view mm-hmm. uh, match, I think that with Shayna and with uh, with the other two, with Jessamine and, and uh, Shafir. Here's your test, Glenn. I'm yeah. cut you off, but to cut you off, who is who? Here's your here's your <laughs> test. It's called the Kevin Nash Airport test. We call it right. Those yeah. three chicks walk. Through, those three women walk through the airports. Anybody that, really going to stop them? No. Maybe what's her name? The, the the NXT champion. They'll pull her. They'll stop. Take pictures with her because she's the NXT champion. But her two cohorts, nobody's stopping them. Um, and I would also argue put them in the ring with Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and the Boss. And you tell me in order without knowing any of their names, which of them look like more the bigger stars. Yeah, that would be fair. That's true. I think uh, the one that was wearing the face mask before, pardon me, it's Marina Shafir. I think the one that was wearing the face mask before looks um, strikingly uh, attractive without it. I think that she does have potential. But again, they're going for that sort of like we're here to kick ass, not be divas. Not they don't be have to be divas. They don't have to be yeah. pretty. They don't have to be huh? That's not the part of it. It's, do they look like stars is what I'm saying. Charlotte Flair, what she wears to the ring, her robe to her ring gear, she looks like a star. Becky, same thing. Um, her hair, she sticks out because of her hair color. As crazy as that may sound to some. Um, uh, Sasha, same thing. Her hair color, her ring gear, and how she comes out, her music, her entrance. It's all a big production. They look like stars. Yeah, but isn't that a why we off, thought a cut off a black T-shirt is what my wife sleeps in? <laughs> I hate. Do you have to break it to your to your wife that you don't see her as a potential uh, superstar of the ring when she's dressing <laughs> like that? Be like, honey, I love you, but I'm just not. You just don't have that X factor when you dress. Can't like you? That. Can't you take your dad's WrestleMania robe and cut it up and make it make your own robe? What the hell? What's wrong with you? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so I thought this match was good. Uh, yeah, but with Shayna, I. I have to admit her promo in the package before that whole uh, take this belt, take a good look yeah. at it. I'm dangling this like meat. This was, that was her best promo. It's that was, um, it was, yeah. So I'm, I'm finally buying it. I'm finally seeing some charisma in this void that has been Shayna Baszler's promos before. Um, mm-hmm. And so she's gotten better there. I think uh, she could easily be main roster bound, but not for a while. She's still the champion. Yeah. Next takeover is going to be in June, which is interesting. It's going to be June in San Jose, California, not around a WWE pay-per-view. 
Mm-hmm. It's going to be on its own on Saturday night. Uh, I might get tickets for that and go. We'll see uh, how it is. Uh, they're going to be in my neck of the woods. Uh, the main event tonight, two out of three falls match for the vacant NXT title, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. Adam Cole, uh, they waited a while. They waited. They each got one fall before Undisputed Era interfered. Yeah. In a match like this, two out of three falls match, Matt, are you even paying attention until they each get a fall? Yes, I am. The storyline, no. The athleticism of how they get there, yes. As a wrestler, I am, yes. But the fan, not so much. But I, I wanted to bring this up, and I even wrote this down because it stuck out to me. I did not like how they buried Johnny Gargano of not going for the um, count-out victory. It, it didn't make him look like Johnny wrestling. It didn't make him look like Johnny can't, doesn't want to win that way. It made him look like Johnny idiot. Um, <laughs> no, because think about it. He's fallen, scratched, and clawed for this one opportunity. Here it is. It's about to happen. And you say, no, I'm going to – I can't win like that. It makes in, in today's day and age, in 2019, it makes you look like an idiot, not, not hard-fighting or heartfelt – or passionate it makes you look stupid and i didn't like that and he it's on him now i want to be clear about this when the producers come to you and they pitch this to you because that's that's not their idea this is this is the producers that pitch this um for false finish or not false finishes but for that spot that was a storyline narrative that they put in there on purpose and then to go back later to adam cole wanting to take the easier route for the count out right that's the story they try to tell within the story if you saw that all right, where one took advantage of the other being uh, trying to get countered out and the other one wouldn't do it, right? Great, good story. But here's the problem. When you're Johnny Gargano and they bring this up to you, Johnny, you have the right to tell them, I, guys, this is a little too vanilla. This is a little too vanilla milk toast. This is a little uh, milky toast. This is just too cheesy, even for my character. You know, I'll listen to everything you guys suggest. I'm all, I'm, I'm all, I'm all ears. But this one feels uncomfortable to the point where I'll lose some of the fans. It, it makes them look stupid is what I'm saying. You've got to be able to protect yourself. without. It doesn't make you look like a mark for your character by, by suggesting. you got to suggest something better is what I'm saying. You can't just take everything the producers tell you to do and do it, especially when you know your character. Is that, that a win at any cost? A win is a win. I think they would see that as a heel victory rather than the ultimate babyface. But, but what's cool about it is it wouldn't be the second victory. It was only going to be the first victory mm. for him. So he wouldn't have won the title that way. He just wouldn't have won the first fall. That's what that's what I'm saying. I thought it made him look when he, he gets thrown into the ring post right after that. He looked so dumb. <laughs> no, I can't can't argue with that. Um, but then again, these it matches these matches have to be knocked down drag. Together, they have to keep it going, and I think that look at I, I put it a similar way. It's kind of a cheat when uh, Undisputed Era was interfering. Cole tapped out the mm-hmm. first time, which would have been a second fall, but the ref wasn't looking. Right. Um, I feel like there's a playbook of WWE. How do we how do we uh, fill this and extend the time to make it so these matches go longer and feel like an epic main event? Well, they did a good job using the Undisputed here. Those false yeah. finishes were incredibly believable. I was hook, line, and sinker on all of them actually. I actually loved it tonight. My wife and I both uh, had that, that you could tell when you get into it, when you, you cheer, when you just mark out for it, when undisputed era tried to interfere, um, it looked like Johnny Gargano was done where they cheated and he still kicked out of it. That was one of those like, yes moments that if you were drifting, got you right back into the match. And I loved when Gargano went out and took care of each member of undisputed era individually outside of the ring. 
which was great, but the whole time, don't lie. Weren't you thinking as soon as he goes back in the ring, he's, he's eating a super kick and he's losing? Absolutely. And that's Absolutely. what made that kick out cool. And then he gets hit from behind the head one more time with a guy, whatever the hell he calls it, but it looks like a reverse shining wizard to me. Um, he kicks out of that too. And, I, and Adam Cole's cell was the best. He yeah. made that match. Pulling his hair out of his head at one point, he was in tears. Another moment, he Adam Cole is the whole. I'm telling you right now, he's the whole package. I just, again, they they won't use him right on the main roster, but he is a star. Yeah, no, I thought uh, they both came across looking like a million bucks tonight. I think Adam Cole is main roster bound and undisputed era. Um, if anyone else is getting called up, but I, I don't think they should call anyone else up after Mania. They've got too much no, they too new much. talent. They're not using as is. Yeah, I agree. But I think Adam Cole could be next. I hope that's not the case. I hope they're waiting a while. Yes. I think Ricochet and Aleister Black, they still need to figure out what they're doing with Lacey Evans, with EC3, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. Uh, even with heavy machinery, I feel like they've got all this talent. They don't know. Uh, Nikki Cross. I mean, just all these uh, great performers they're not using currently. Sanity. So, yeah. Well, Sanity's now Shane McMahon's. Yeah. Oh, Poor Bobby Roode. So he, they're uh, not even in the match. The Raw. So we talked about this the other night. It's happening in Mania. Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins versus the Revival for the Raw Tag Team titles. Roode and Gable aren't even in that. Yeah, no, not even not. a four-way. Nope. It's crazy. So, uh, yeah, kind of goes back to our original mm -hmm. point. You watch these takeovers now with a different eye, almost praying that your favorite doesn't call get called up. Yes. Yes. That's the truth. What a difference. I mean, three years ago, two years ago, it was much, much. Oh, yeah. Uh, so overall, what did you think of tonight? Of tonight's a, takeover? Uh, whatever you want to call it. A, a plus. I love this. I love this pay-per-view. And I didn't think it was going to be that good. It blew my socks off. I'm being honest. As far as wrestling and storytelling, yes. Now, if I was going to have any criticism of this, I did not think this was a takeover with as many big entrances. It's not fair, though. To, oh, with the big entrances? Okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair to say. But, like, we can't compare this to the other NXTs that had Samoa Joe and, and um, all those other huge stars they got out of Ring of Honor for a couple years there, plus Finn Balor. And we can't compare it to that because – those guys were like main event level talents that had to go through NXT just for the hell of it, right? Um, whereas nowadays, it's not so much like that. Now, these are the what we were told would be the more bottom of the barrel roster type of talents that are now finally getting their shot on NXT television. Yeah. Um, Sansa, Adam Cole, obviously, he came in with much fanfare um, and some others. But this was a great show with great talent that told great stories. Every match I was super into. Really, I it was too. very solid storytelling. I think at the end, Champa coming out. I know we touched on this at the beginning. Champa coming out with Candice and Johnny. Loved it. I loved. It was that. fantastic. That's sad to say. I know everyone loves them, but me. But I, I they make me fans every freaking show somehow. Yeah, and I think that this was as solid a takeover as we've ever seen, as from a storytelling and in-ring action perspective. I think the booking was was really good, mm -hmm. and I'm curious where they go from here. So, uh, props to NXT. I yeah. guarantee you, this might not be a better spectacle than WrestleMania will be, but this was a more solid use of your time. I guarantee you, for half of WrestleMania, oh, yeah. getting up, going to the bathroom, trying to find something to eat. Yes. You know, figuring out other things to do on Twitter. This held my attention tonight. And to that WWE NXT, I commend you. So 
we apologize to everyone for the tech difficulties tonight. This uh, podcast on YouTube is in two parts. It's released as one file on the audio podcast, so you don't even know what I'm talking about. But we will be back here Sunday after WrestleMania ends. Myself, Mr. Matt Morgan, Mr. Raj Giri, talk about everything. This was going to be an eight-hour WrestleMania, you think, at this point? Pre-show yeah. to closing easily. Pre-show start? Uh, I don't know, one like in an hour, an hour from after we get off the air, maybe after Hall of Fame. No, uh, <laughs> 1 p.m., I think, uh, Pacific, God. so maybe four, three or four Eastern. I don't know. Early. It could be seven, eight hours, Glenn. I think you might be right. <sighs> so please join us back here then. Uh, in the meantime, take care. Enjoy Hall of Fame tomorrow night. Wrestling Inc. will also have cover of the G1 Ring of Honor New Japan show tomorrow night. We will not be here for that. And, uh, but we will be back on Sunday and we'll see you here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.